It's enormous Throw this bag on yo Get this cash to yo It's enormous Oh yeah, yeah, yeah It's enormous Throw this bag on yo Get this cash to yo It's enormous Oh yeah, it's enormous Oh yeah what up, though? This is episode 203 of the I Heart Miko podcast. Today is February 18th, 2020. I'm Miko Grimes. Joining me is my sidekick, Hustle. What's up, Hustle? What up, what up, what up, though? Goddamn. You know what time it is. My favorite time of the year. Um, just doing this episode anyway. I'm on vacation. Like, what the fuck? I shouldn't even be doing this. But... I couldn't let the All-Star game go by without us giving our feedback since we talked about it last week. And um, there was some also some NBA free agency moves, technically some buyouts that took place that, that shook the, the league up a little bit. You want, let's talk about the buyouts first because we're we going to have a whole long – we're going to get into all the details of All-Star weekend. But I want to talk about the buyouts first. So we saw I, – I only saw three. I don't know how many you saw. But I only saw three major buyouts, and those three were uh, Reggie Jackson to the Clippers, mm-hmm. Jeff Green to the Rockets, and Damari Carroll to the Rockets. Um, first of all, I was pissed off about Jeff Green because I was really hoping that the Lakers were going to get him. I've been talking no. to him. I, I, I'm out here thirsty, huh? So we ain't making no moves. We ain't doing shit. Are we cool? Are we good like this? Should I be? Should I, I, I would. I'd rather see Hero LeBron than the, than all these niggas we trying to sign. No. Every everybody's getting bodies, getting pieces. You know what I'm saying? You just don't understand. Like late in the playoffs, people get tired. Injuries happen. It's always good to just have extra bodies that can get you buckets, something. And we just said, "Fuck it, we good. We we good with what we got." Hey, no, I will be lying if I didn't say all those teams didn't make moves to make them better for their playoff run and for the playoffs. And I would want us to add pieces, us as me and the Lakers. But it's just – and the only reason I would want us to add pieces for the regular season so we can have breaks and LeBron and not to play heavy minutes. But in the playoffs – Whatever minutes LeBron playing right now is not enough. We need more. So I feel like it's not in the in the playoffs. It's not going to matter if LeBron is healthy. It will matter though because you're not you're thinking about LeBron. Yes, I know he's going to be playing probably about forty two minutes a game. But I'm thinking about the other guys. Guys coming off the bench. Things happen. Injuries happen. People go into slumps. There's mismatches that don't you know add up with certain people. You know, like I just feel like you you could. You can always add, you know? You can always oh. add something. Yes, we. I'm saying the Lakers can add, but the Lakers will add and will be for the regular season to me. Like, I mean, no, it's a, no, it's players that can help them in the postseason, but I'm just being realistically honest in the postseason, you got your person who's handling the ball all the time, which is LeBron. Then you got your number one finisher, and the post was Anthony Davis. Everybody else on the perimeter is kind of like. Mm-hmm. To I me, disagree. 
Because let me tell yeah, you, I, I've watched many times when he was with Cleveland, and he has to take that break late in the third quarter, rolling into the fourth. We might be up 10 points, and when he comes back in, it's tied or we're down two because of who we subbed in when we had to give LeBron a break. Those people matter. They fucking matter big time. No, we do need another ball handler, and that does matter. And those periods matter. But I feel like in the playoffs, Anthony Davis' minutes going to be longer. Everybody And his, t- his touch is going to be more, as well as Anthony Davis. And I feel like they still haven't figured out how they want to use Kyle Kuzma. So I feel like they, they from now to the playoffs, they're going to work on trying to figure out how they want to use Kyle Kuzma. How they didn't want him. him. They was trying to trade Kyle Kuzma, but they didn't want to give up everything everybody wanted for him. They don't want him. Big now, yeah, we had no choice but to. That's what I said. From, that's to me. That's the only really, really, really thing that if Kyle Kuzma can figure out a role and buy into a good role and find a a, a, a good role to do with twenty four minutes, twenty five minutes, they got they'll be good. That's not his opinion. job. That's not his job to figure out his minutes. You know that, right? No, his role. I'm talking about his scoring. Being, his being able to be, yeah. No, I'm saying is he scores when LeBron or Anthony Davis is out, and he looks like a good scorer. I feel like they got to try to find a way. The coaching staff, everybody got to try to find a way to make him a better scorer, even when those two guys are playing. Well, you know what? That comes with coaching. And if you can't figure it out, you've been trying to trade him. You obviously don't think it's possible. So what that mean? I mean, we got question marks going into the playoffs. That's the question mark. But every team has question marks. What do you think about the Clippers getting um, Reggie Jackson now? You know, a lot of people are, you know, saying he robbed the Pistons. He wasn't worth the money. Whatever. And now he's going to a Clippers team that is stacked at that 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 guard position. They got a lot already there. What are they, how are they going to use him? Is is this a good move? I mean, it, it goes to what you're saying. They got another veteran player that can play. You know, another body that fits the mold. Because I mean, they need they they got. I mean, Paul George is injury prone. Kawhi Leonard is injury prone. So for them. I feel like they really need it. They need to make sure they have the bodies, you know, for, for what they're trying to do. They're, they're, they're focused on winning the championship, and that's what's needed. The, the, depth, the depth is helping. The depth is what make the Clippers dangerous. Like, they got a bunch of guys that can yeah. play basketball. Now, uh, Jeff Green to the Rockets with this small ball and Damari Carroll also – what do you think changes for the Rockets now? Does this also enhance this small ball game that they're trying to play? Um, Jeff Green, I, I like I told you, I wanted him. You don't think we needed him. Why? I mean, because he played around the same. He played that 3-4 position. Like, he he plays the 3-4 position. Playing him at the 3-4 position takes away from them trying to figure out what they want to do with Cal Kuzma. It's like a, okay, if you if you if you get him, it's like you're giving up on Kyle Kuzma. You're giving up on so they all kind of play in the same position. It's, I feel like it's, it's it's difficult. If he can't if he can't be a tough defender, we need to add guys that can try to do what Jeff Green does. It's, it's not helpful to somebody that can be a tough minded defensive player. You know, like a Trevor Reese or somebody. But do you don't you think that the the, the chemistry matters 
I don't know. I just I don't like the way Jeff Green plays basketball, man. That's just being honest. I I feel like he's a, he's a good player. He got good height. He has athleticism. He has everything. But it's just something missing when you watch him play. To me, it's just something missing about his game when you watch him play that doesn't, you know, it doesn't trans that it doesn't transfer onto the basketball court. So I'm, just, I'm not a fan of it. I don't know. I'm not a fan of guys who don't bring a tough defensive. He doesn't. It's like he's stuck in no man's land. He's a no man's land basketball player. Respect. He can be. You look at him like, oh, he's six nine, forty something in vertical. He can shoot. He can run. He can jump. He should be just. He should be at least borderline superstar. It's like when he's a, like he choosing. It looks like when you look at him, it's like he's choosing to be a role player. Mm, he just everybody ain't got it, you know. Yeah. They got, so, got enough to be there. They just don't have it. Yeah. So when I, if a person chooses to be a role player, and you look at them and saying they could be more, I don't feel like they made for win to win the championship. Because to win the championship, you got to give your all. It's hella. It's hella people that didn't that won championships that wasn't giving their all. They I don't know. You got to name to me, then we can debate that. It's a lot of Cavaliers came from Cleveland, but we gonna move on. That's that, what that, story that, for who another name? day. Kevin Love. Oh, he gave his all. He played hard. He just wasn't as good as advertised. Don't do I don't that. Think he played his all. Oh no, I watch. I just watched it. I just watched it uh, today and yesterday. You know, NBA TV. You can watch the NBA Finals from 2000 all the way to now. I watched. I, I watched that whole. I just watched that whole series games. Four, well, look, with him down well, I, watched, I watched several whole games. Apparently, I seen I'm whole shit. Oh no, no, he. I'm saying he's not tough, but he's giving his all. We ain't looking at Kevin Love saying he got a 40 inch vertical. He's supposed to be dumping on motherfuckers. I ain't say he was supposed to do none of that. That he's. You just said it. He's not tough. He's a pussy. He yes, but we don't expect him to be tough. We know well, he's you not just, tough. You said not, those type of guys don't win basketball games. So no, I didn't say no. He's not that type. Of, I didn't say tough. Jeff Green, I said doesn't play to his potential. Doesn't play to his. No, Jeff Green got the physical attributes to be tough. Jeff Green got all the, all the attributes. And you look at a Rudy Gay, uh, Jeff Green, LeBron James. They all have the same level of at six eight, forty and vertical, strong. At what separates them? That's what I mean. Kevin Love is a six nine, unathletic white guy that, that that doesn't move fast laterally, doesn't move fast, doesn't get high vertically. That's totally different. He he doesn't perform well based on limitations, not game. I not. I think huh? that we're talking about the exact same thing. And just because Kevin Love is white, you give him a pass. That's what I think. No, he has limitations. What are Jeff Green's limitations? That he's not tough. <laughs> Period. No, Jeff Green limitations not tough. Jeff Green limitations. It looks like he don't take the game serious. He don't care about being great. It's not that he ain't tough. I disagree. He, he don't. Kevin, I disagree. Yeah, that just mean no. He like yeah. no. Nah, like Tim Thomas, like all those other guys. They don't. They don't oh, care I about being great. Disagree. Compare him to Tim Thomas. That was very disrespectful. <laughs> Because I know what you think of him. <laughs> what do you think about the Rockets? Has anything changed for them adding these two guys? Do you give them any more 
hope of getting to the Western Conference Finals, adding these two new bodies? Has anything changed? Yeah, those two guys can – I mean, they can have a guy that could possibly help them win a game in the playoffs. You know, it all comes down to when you get some playoffs, you want to win a game or two. They have some guys that are – I mean, you know, DeMar Curl is a tough-minded defender. Jeff Green fits their style of play for what they're, for what they're trying to do as far as the small ball goes. I mean, we just got to see if Tony going to play a deep roster. Usually in the playoffs, Tony goes to eight guys and 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 just stuck, stick with them throughout the rest until they lose. So I don't know if this year he's going to try to play 12 guys or 10 guys because he got more guys that can actually play in this style of play. And that may give them a better chance because they can throw bodies at you, bodies at you with a frantic pace and where a team's going to get tired, team's going to get, you know, it looks like they got a chance. That's what they're trying to do. I mean, that's what that's what my thinking process is. And so I'm excited. I feel like they got a chance to go to the Western Conference Finals. This is sick. This is crazy how on one end you could say that, you know, that Jeff Green is just not the guy. He just – you know, doesn't win, and now he's to the Rockets, and now you're like, well, you know what? With him at it, they could probably get to the championship. Yes, because he ain't getting in the – Jeff Green doesn't play the same position as their two best players. Their two best players are Russell Westbrook and James Harden. Jeff Green doesn't play a position that can interrupt with their minutes or what who they got the, going on. Who are the two best players on the Lakers that play the three and the four? No, with LeBron James – they're considered the way their team is constructed. Their best, th- their best players are LeBron not the, James. Not the three and the four. They consider that's how they present Cal That's how they present Cal LeBron is playing the one. What are you talking about? LeBron played the one. Yes. But when LeBron not playing the one, Rondo's playing the one. He's at the three. Okay, and that's yeah. So that's what, twenty. So so that so. So that minutes when he's playing the three, you already got his minutes at the three. Calcula coming out the bench playing the three, and then whoever you got starting at the three. I feel like it just rough what they got going on. Well, they already saying that they need to try to find a way to increase Calcula minutes. Calcula will probably go to the starting lineup. Calcula, if they if they were to get Jeff Green, yeah. Oh no, he can't start. No, you're contradicting yourself, but it's all good. So, so I'm, how am I? Just tell me this. Tell me how am I contradicting myself? James Harden and Russell Westbrook played the one. And I the don't two. want to tell you. I actually want to move on because I don't want this to be a long okay. episode. So let's move on. We agree to disagree. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. Moving on. So All Star Game, All Star Weekend took place um, in Chicago. Um, the entire weekend appeared to be a tribute to Kobe Bryant, which obviously is proper um and should have happened um you were texting me earlier you like you wanted to talk about um the all-star celebration versus the super bowl i feel like that's an easy discussion only because the 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 all-star game all-star just the nba in general is black it's black. It's about black culture. It's it's in February. You're gonna see lots of Black History Month things, and you know, just black. You know, the owners take a step back. 
and allow their players to be black and to represent being black and talk about how much they love their game and how black their game is. And it happens like seamlessly, you know, and Super Bowl is just not about black. It's nothing, it has nothing to do with black people. They don't care about us. The only thing they need us for is to play the game. Okay. Period. <laughs> no, but I was just more strictly speaking on the city. How they represented the city. What do you mean? Like how you were stating that in Miami, the Super Bowl, they should have had a Miami rapper or something or some one Miami rapper, whatever it may be, or something. Yeah. They had they represented Latin culture, but they didn't represent the city like like because Chicago. Miami Miami is 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 truly black and the Super Bowl is not. I know, but you should have had Trick Daddy. You know, like you were saying, we could have had Trick Daddy perform. Even though it is black, but they had Common, they had Chance, everybody who they did. Was they let Dame, they let the history was made. Dame Lillard performed. He rapped at the All Star Game, like the first a current current balling ass athlete to perform yeah. at All Star. That's incredible. It was dope. That's what, that's see that's what I mean. Another but example. It's it's black. The the, the All Star Weekend, the NBA is black. It's black, and that's all you're gonna get. And it's not a diss at anything non-black. It's simply black. <laughs> like the players run the league. What they like, what they entertains them, what's cool to them. That's who's going to perform. And yeah, the man. NFL, you don't have. They don't have any choices. They don't get a say. Just show up. Put your uniform on. Put your jersey on. Don't be too ghetto. And make us these billions of dollars. Oh, so you think the NBA players have a say on what going on for the halftime performance and everything? They got an input. They have a say in every every single thing that goes on in their entire league every day, game by game. You don't see NFL players saying wearing "I can't breathe" shirts or you know representing anything pro black. Like they'll fuck around and find them for it. You know, and I mean, I guess, you know, a, a good, you know, somebody might argue that, oh, well, yeah, because All-Star is in Black History Month. That's why. But you see this all year in the NBA, not just in February. It's all year round. That is, that, they do, I guess they support the Black people. I just feel like, I don't know, I guess we'll see when it's the next, the next few All-Star games are in, what, Utah, Sure. So watch it be black as a mother. So, so let's see. I want to see what it's like in those yeah. It's still gonna be black. It's still gonna be black as long as we're there. It's going to be a cool event. We make everything cool. We do. That's just what we do. You know. And um, so let's talk about the three point contest. You picked uh, Buddy Hill to win. Finally, finally, y'all. Hustle. Finally, he got. Hey, everybody pay homage. The black group is one and zero for the dark skins. Okay, yeah, I call it. First of all, Buddy Hill is not dark skin, but okay. What is he? Brown. <laughs> He's a regular old brown. He's not dark skin. <laughs> he ain't light skin. One of us. Hey, he's he's right in the middle. Yeah. You in the middle. He's darker than you. I'm lighter than him, but he's in the middle. I'm not in the middle. I'm not going to act like I'm in the middle. I know I'm not. 
but he is definitely not dark skinned. So stop trying to stop trying to take a W for that. Yeah, one to know. I told the cool kick I picked the dark skinned guy. I picked Buddy. One to know. Put on the show. Whatever. Did you see Trey Young come out and just what was he nervous? I mean like I was finna say this is first All Star, but man, I don't know. I, I, it looked like the nightlife got a hold of him or something. You might have been out. Nah, that's one thing I could tell you. Like about shooters, you can shoot. You can fucking shoot. If you drunk, you hung over, whatever. It's not like it's a game. Like you just shooting a ball. Like you know when you a shooter, that shit, that shit, that shit just goes. So the only thing that I could think of honestly was just nerves. Because you you already know you got to get at least a twenty to get to the next round. Like that's just yeah. how, how it's been going, you know. He, and I was so shocked. He has some bad misses too. Yeah, I was just like, what? It was just weird. But buddy, he deserved to win the the three point competition. Uh, I thought it was it was probably my favorite of all the not the game, but of all the competitions, the dunk, the skills challenge, the three point is just hands down. The best. The yeah, it, was, it was hot. Yeah, it was hot. The dunk contest. Now, the dunk contest, there's controversy. So, Aaron Gordon appeared to be snubbed twice. Now, I'm going to get your opinion on if you thought he's been snubbed twice. And your opinion also on if Dwayne Wade should have been a judge. First, Aaron Gordon, did he get snubbed? I mean, you know who I picked. So you picked the White Howard. I did. I thought I picked yes. DJJ. Did not change. No, no, you didn't. You said I want to. You picked the White Howard because you said he was dark skinned. Did not say. Did not say I want to pick DJ DJJ. You did, but you didn't pick him. You didn't. I gotta go back and listen again. Yeah, right I now, remember. I re I actually remember because we were both saying, "Ooh," I said, "Well, I'm sticking with Aaron Aaron Gordon." And you said, "I got Dwight." I I I feel like he got he got hoes a little bit. He did. He did. He got holes in overtime. I feel like D Derek John probably should have won before it got to overtime. But he he got hold. I don't Why know. Why should he have won before? I like I like that. Five five. five I, know, I like no, just me. I like Derek Jones dunks better. I just feel like they should do some a different way of judging. They probably didn't change the way they judge the contest, but I just like Derrick Jones, Derrick Jones dunks. They Derrick. did a lot of very similar dunks, in my opinion. A uh, lot of them were the same to me. I all think, dunks were the same. Yeah, I think the change they should make is I think that dunkers should be the judges. You pass dunk con competition winners or participants should be the judges. I don't think old players judging their new their old team. That was that was too far. Dwayne Wade was clearly trying to get the win for his team. Like it was not even a joke. It was dead ass. There should have been a tie, in my opinion. Yes, they should have stopped that tie. Just let yeah. it be a tie. I don't understand why there has to be a winner. If they both got the scores, just give them a tie. Why is there a dunk off? Why? So you can give somebody an advantage. That means you want to pick somebody. You see what I mean? You want to pick someone that you want. Because if it's ties across the board, then just let it be ties across the board. And it's they only got co, co MVPs every day. 
Yeah. Yeah, it didn't make any sense to me. And now um, Aaron Gordon is saying he's not going to participate anymore. I think the dunk competition is washed. Like, we ain't seeing nothing new, nothing cool. No- it's hard to keep on inventing cool dunks. Like, it's just not – we've seen everything. I, 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 I used to feel that way. But each year these dunkers have been doing some pretty interesting dunks. The contest should have been judged differently. But if we if we would have stopped the contest at the end of the championship round, this it is great. All those some of those dunks were some dunks I haven't seen or done on a skill level that was higher with the way they was you know throwing it through the hoop, the veracity which they were slamming, the way they was contorting their body, the way Aaron Gordon was contorting his body. It was some dunks that was pretty cool that I had seen. Before that I haven't seen before, I didn't expect. I wasn't impressed. I didn't see anything where I, like, I saw some, that, oh, that's pretty good, but nothing made, not a single dunk made me jump out of my seat, like back in the day when I would see something for the first time. I'm not, I'm not impressed anymore. I'm just like, oh, yeah, he's black, and he can jump really high. <laughs> but the 17-year-old, 16-year-old, they're impressed. So they can see Michael Jordan and Dominique Whip. They might be a little bit more impressed and starstruck than we would be. Maybe. Maybe I'm just washed and old and have seen everything. So <laughs> 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 the skills challenge was one. Um, what's his name? Bam. Bam Adebayo. Adebayo. Right? Adebayo. Bam Adebayo. Yeah. Uh, the skills challenge being won by a big man. Is that strange? Not really. Not with I mean, the way the NBA is moving, right? No, nah, with the way the NBA is moving. And, I mean, this is skill shot. It's not like a, something that takes five minutes. So you're doing this a, a quick, you know what I mean? You know, one round. Uh, like, you know, big making shoot, compare. That's just hype. You know, our, our minds have grown past the where you're being big. You got to move slow. You can't have skill. Now we know our big man can do everything a guard can do. Did you watch the rookie uh, game? A little bit of it. I didn't really it. watch. I I was do I was shopping for this trip. By the way, I'm in Colorado on a family ski trip. Um, I've been I was shopping, doing way too much to catch the game, so I can't even discuss it. My bad. Not really. I don't. Yeah, no, it wasn't impressive as I thought it would be. I was more. I mean, I was excited about both games, the rookie South and the USA versus Worlds. And they wasn't impressive as I thought they. Did you watch the celebrity game? Hell no. Nah. Now Who I, I watched watch? I watched the celebrity tell game. Me about it. I'm so let me tell you, it's it's not a really entertaining game as far as game and skill. No, about the celebrity looking a fool. Yes, but let me just say this. So it's not like a big deal, but I used to low key have a little crush on Chance the rapper. Like I used to have a celebrity crush. Let me tell you, it's funny. I would, I never would have ever admit this until now. Like I'm admitting it now. And you know what? I think the crush was more just about his, his, him as a person. You know, as as a um, as a black man, just how he stand up for his people, how he's working for his people, and you know, rap is obviously good as well. But I used to just have like a little crush on him. Like, oh, you know, just something about him. Let me tell you when I saw him in that basketball uniform, crush over. <laughs> hey, is it flubbergasted? 
it will flabbergast it. You know what it is? Is he has he wears a hat a lot, and his hat, the way his hat sit on his head, it makes him have a really small, cute little face. When he didn't have a hat on, and it was a lot of forehead, and it made his face look super pale. And then his body, he don't, his body is not flabbergasted. No, he's not fat. Not fat. It's just no not not, not athletic. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, my nigga, yo, I truly love an athletic build. Like, that's just what it is. And I just assumed he had one in his clothes the way he looks, and he does not. And then the way he was moving, getting the ball, I was like, what was I thinking? <laughs> what Man, I just looked at him so differently. It was just so weird, and I was just like, ugh. It was just, it was just sad. But then when he performed later on, uh, in the, at halftime, Boner came back suddenly. It was just like, oh, you see, cute like this, like he's cute as a rapper on stage with a hat on, and his he had on like some sweatpants and like a like a long sleeve tee or something. So you couldn't really see his body. It's his legs. I saw his legs, and that I was just like, ooh, I was turned off a little bit. But you know when you when he get naked he got he, he got he got a hat he got to take the hat out. I ain't even ever pictured him naked at all. But maybe <laughs> yes, I did. Could've. Yes, you did. No, when, I never. I never no, thought about his body. When you see like. him with the uniform on, and oh you yeah. See the I, didn't him, I didn't. I didn't even. I didn't picture him naked. That would have been too far. I, I, just seeing him in the when I see certain people that I find attractive and clothes and stuff like that, and I see them in athletic gear like tank tops or shorts or something, and it just shows you, like, they their body structure, and you just be like, whoa. Because you don't have to be muscular or, like, super in shape in athletic gear. I've seen big names like AJ, for example. AJ, a big, fat nigga. AJ looks good in athletic gear. Like, it looked like he belonged in, in athletic gear, even though he's not swole or skinny, or, you know what I mean? But some people just don't rock it well. And when I was watching that celebrity, I'm, I, there was other people too, but I'm going to lead up. I just wanted to give a chance because I, that's the only thing that, that was playing that I had like a little crush on, like like a celebrity crush. Big fat nigga. With an icy watch. But, but yeah, but the celebrity game is just fun for me to just see people out of their natural element doing something, you know, like sports. I think that it's brave, especially the people that can't play, just to get out there and just have fun and just entertain. It's just about entertaining and, and not, not taking yourself so seriously. You know, that's all it's really about. Oh, no. Once I get to that point, they ask me to play. I got If I still got it, I'll play. If I ain't got it, I'm not going out there. A lot of those people have never had it. A lot of people have never had it. I'm not going out there. If I never had it, I'm not stepping out It's there. a celebrity game. Like, I play in softball games and all these games. I'm an athlete, but I'm, I wasn't great at those games. You know what I'm saying? Did you, huh? did you compare softball to basketball? It's a celebrity softball game. We we take basketball seriously. Oh, I, no can I, can, I, don't, I can watch a charity game. I, I play in no. a lot of them. No, I'm talking about us as like as men, like as people, like basketball is, is black. Like you said, the NBA is black. We don't stop baseball like black. 
So no, we you're missing great. my point. You're missing my point. I do not expect people. I don't. I don't even play at my highest level when I play in charity and celebrity games. I'm not out there like, okay, team, we got no. I'm out here with a bunch of people that can't even catch. Why would I even take it that serious? Like it's really. I would lose my mind if I played. I'm playing in one in April with Tory Smith again. When I play in those games, it'd be a whole bunch of NFL players. I would lose all of these if I try to take the game serious with these niggas. Like, no. Oh, the basketball. I don't know. When I watch the basketball games, all the players that think they can play, they're serious. <laughs> T.O., Chris Brown. That's, that's because they actually think they can play. They can't play that great. They're not pros. I know. I was a pro, so it would be crazy for me to even take it serious with a whole bunch of bums. Like, why? It's oh, yeah. a waste of energy. You gonna get hurt like that? <laughs> I just go out there. I get buckets. I, I'm not trying. I'm not doing nothing crazy. I'm not trying to get injured. I'm just. I'm trying to get buckets, obviously. But it's just in a fun, healthy, cool way. Not in a serious, dead ass. Oh, I got it. I'm out. No. I don't do none of that. I'm, I'm, I've never been able to do that. <laughs> that would be your dumb ass out there looking crazy. And then pa- and then throw a pass and then go right out of bounds because you threw it to some fucking singer that don't know how to play basketball. And you yelling, Woo, catch the ball. Like, nigga, my nails is done, okay? Shit. <laughs> oh, serious out there. So the All-Star game had new a new... um. First of all, the MVP is now named after Kobe Bryant, which I think is incredible because Kobe took the All-Star game dead the fuck ass serious. And he was a little bit bothered that the first three quarters was just for fun. And this is different. These are actually all pros. I'm not talking about the celebrity game is not pros, Hustle. Calm down. Okay? This game is about fun first, laughing, kiki, ha-ha, and the fourth quarter is supposed to be serious. But a lot of games is not because... A lot of times people are getting blown out, you know? And so then it's kind of not that fun. But the, the way they changed it to the three quarters being charitable quarters, whoever wins the quarters, those, you know, charities get money. And the fourth quarter is called the Elam. Is it called the Elam rule? What's the it called? Elam. Um, hold on, I'm tripping. That was a comedy. Nah, but... um. If they print, they pretty much took a page out of the um, the Big Three's book. If if you, if you want to keep it real, and Ice Cube has something to say, I'm gonna talk about that too. But first, what was yeah? It was called the Elam ending. What did you think about the change with the three quarters being scoring quarters, and in the fourth quarter, whoever scores 24 points past the the highest score wins. Man, that shit was awesome. I feel like that's it made the game competitive in another way. Like it made it where it kind of it kind of made it where you have the players accountable. To me, like if 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 this format, if the game is not competitive, competitive, it's really on the players. Mm-hmm. Because the the way the format set up, they set it up to where you have to be competitive, or you don't care about winning. Cause they change what it takes to win to whereas now it's, it's different. Yeah, you could you ain't no there's no clock. There's no we plan to this score. Who want to get to this score first? Yeah, it kind of reminds me of LA Fitness, you know, or any 24 hour fitness or whatever, where it's like um, you know to to a point, not necessarily a time. And 
when you have a situation like that, the, the buckets matter more. Like what you doing with the ball, whenever it's a clock, people do the dumbest shit, just like, oh, the clock's running out, whatever. Each point matters in this situation. So you can't be doing whole shit. And you're, you got to have people out there that's compatible, that understand what's going on. And I, I just enjoyed watching the the guys take it serious. Like, I, niggas was trying to take charges, offensive fouls. Niggas was arguing crazy, like, calls that you would never see argued in an all-star game. Like, it was so serious. And I, I thought it was great. And I thought it gave us an opportunity to see, like, almost like a a, a, a street ball type of basketball. Hey, you know the you know how serious it was? It wasn't one sub. No, it's what it's supposed to be. You don't need no sub. One one sub. That's what you know in pickup. You don't got no sub when they pick up in the LA fitness. Ain't no what? sub. Nigga. No, you ain't taking me out the game. Ain't my fault. Did you say like it was so that's Oh man, that shit made it. That's what made it. Oh yeah, it no now, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nah, yeah. Um, I like that they had the each team. Remember, I suggested they do the teams, do the two and the twenty-four jerseys or whatever. That yeah. was a great. That was a great idea. I thought that was good. Yeah, LeBron was is three and zero now since he they've been allowing you know the players to draft their team. So he was just really trying to get the win. Um, the the only part um, I didn't like about the win, the ending is a free throw. I think they need to change it to you can't win the game on a free throw. You just can't. If they want to, because if somebody is going to keep getting a foul, you know, LA Fitness, you got to check it up. I think what they could do, this is just a suggestion for me, is you can, um, instead of getting a free throw, you, you got to shoot a live three. A live one, meaning miss is live. Like the big three. A, a three-pointer, though. Yeah. Yes. And make it live. So if you miss and the other team gets the rebound, like you you line niggas up on they the free push. throw line. Yeah, they out of here on you. Yeah. No no free throw ending at all. You gotta end it on a bucket. Period. That's cause you don't that's that that's how the real street ball is, that's how LA fitness is, all pickup games, and nobody ended on no free throw. I think that's yeah. that was that was one of the weaknesses of the game to me. But overall I thought it was great. Yeah, it's the best game I've seen ever. I'm not I'm also that's the best uh, that was better than the Stephon Marbury also game to me. Yeah, Kobe has suggested this when he was on Knuckleheads podcast not too long ago. But the true person that gets credit for this is Chris Paul, who a lot of people felt like maybe should have been in the, the MVP discussion. Chris Paul a year ago went to the commissioner and told him to try this last year. And so Chris Paul deserves credit for this, to be honest. Um, and mm. I think that I think that it, I think it was good. Ice Cube had to chime in. Let me tell you what he said. Ice Cube felt a little away, and you know I, I get it because I don't get credit for all the things I say and do. So you stole the idea, Ice Cube. You stole the big three idea for somebody. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. He said, "For the record, and I'm gonna leave it alone. I hope the NBA and the tournament." And the Elam ending, I don't want a trophy or a medal, just a mention of the big three, proving that no game clock in the fourth would work in prime time. That's all. That's what he said. No prime time in the fourth would not work. Uh, uh, you got to have a, a clock. 
in a playoff in a real in those type of games. A celebrity game there, yes. But an all star game. Real no. game. Yeah. And on another note, you stole the idea from somebody else. Quit acting like you said I'm here cops this idea on your own and came up with it. Somebody else had an idea that didn't have as much money pool and connections as you had. Well, in Stop. his defense, in his defense, he did say the, at the big three. He didn't really say himself. He did say the big three. Okay, that's true. Okay, well, yeah. We'll give him that. Now, I, I'm a, you know, I'm a Q fan. I'm a Q fan. Yeah. I'm just saying. No. Yeah. I had said something on my live, my Instagram story about having an issue with the free throw. And there's a page I follow called Ballers Tribune. If you guys want some good, you know, in, inside of sports. They do a good job over there. I follow them. And somebody, I, I just didn't happen to see this post, but somebody tagged me on it, and I wanted to give them credit for this because I was like, Kobe would not approve of ending the game on a free throw. Like, I don't give a fuck. Like, okay, yeah, that was a foul, but it's just not how it should go. And Ballers Tribune posted this, and it said, 80 ending on a free throw turned out to be a great Mamba tribute. So many of Kobe's greatest moments came from the free throw line. His first point, his 81st point, his legendary post-Achilles rupture basket, uh, his final basket of his entire career, and Kobe betting five hundred thousand dollars on making a free throw mid game. Do you remember that when he was talking shit? Yeah. So, so okay. So I I feel it now because at first I was like Kobe would not approve. I still don't think he would want the game to end on a free throw. I don't give a fuck what nobody say, but a win, he would definitely say a win is a win. He would say that no matter what free throw or not. Kobe would say a win is a win. So I think that you know. It was fair. It was it was in Kobe's uh, memory, you know. I, my thing about the free throw is I don't mind it because what if it, it would have been somebody like LeBron would have went to the free throw and missed both free throws. Ooh. And it wouldn't. It didn't. And it didn't end on the free throw. Then the other team got the ball and they went down court and won the game. We just yeah. we just having a conversation now based on this one outcome. Yeah. And. Um, what I also liked about the game is, like I said before, there was a lot of blowouts in other all-star games. And what happens now in this game is nobody wanted to be far from the lead going into the fourth quarter because if this, let's say, because it ended in 157-155, but let's say the score was like 100 to 130. That's how it normally is sometimes, you know, in this game. So the other team only has to get 154 points and the other team has to get 54 points to win. So if you really want to win, you got it's got to be, even though it's still supposed to be fun, even the first three quarters were still very competitive because both teams did not want to be far from that lead because that means you you, you fucked it. And, and you can't mamba out like that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like you, can't, you can't mamba out like that if you bullshit in those other quarters. So I, I, I enjoyed it. I really like that, that the, the, the players took it dead serious. Yeah, it went from preseason to postseason and quick. <laughs> yes. And um, speaking of Ice Cube, we're not done talking about All-Star, but I just want to throw this out there. Um, so the Big Three's uh, uh, tryouts are coming up May 15th through 17th. It's happening, happening in Los Angeles for two days. You can sign up. It is They have dropped the age from 27 to 22 now. You do not have to have any professional sports experience whatsoever, including basketball. You don't have to have played any sports at all professional, nothing. You could just be coming in. They will, they will take your money to try out. And then the draft happens right after that. This includes females also, by the way. 
So anybody wanting to try their luck at the big three, y'all be a lot of people be talking a lot of shit, saying what they could do. It's open now. You know what I'm saying? You got your little five. I think it's, I think I'm not sure, but I think it might be about five hundred dollars to try out. I think. Yeah. Don't quote me on that. But um, but that the big three is wide open for everybody, twenty-two and up now. No experience needed. I can't wait to see who try out. I really just want to see. If if some niggas that I know that be talking shit are gonna you try go? out, me? Yeah. Not try out. Fuck. No, go to it. No, no, I don't want to go. <laughs> it's, it's not open to the public anyway. The, uh, the draft is, but the gate, the trial isn't. No, I don't want to go to that shit. Um, I just I'm gonna watch. It's on TV. It's on social media. And everything. I'm gonna watch and just see what happens or whatever. I just think that. I think it's making it more thirsty now, a little bit. Like, I just like the older age of it. Now it's just like, I don't know. I don't know what they're trying to do. Maybe they're trying to expand it, you know, maybe. But 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 my problem is I've been on the inside. That's the problem. I know all of their dirty little secrets. I know all the negatives about the league, and I don't speak about it because I'm not trying to be negative, you know? I'm not trying to hate, but they have a lot of fucking work to do before they start trying to expand this league and making it bigger. They got a lot of shit they need to do. Let's just leave it at that. They doing too much. Y'all being thirsty. And y'all fuck around and fuck up a good thing. So I think personally me, I would slow down. I would keep the rules exactly as they are right now. Perfect what we have now. Get every all the T's crossed, all the I's dotted. There's a lot of them not. And it has nothing to do with what's happening on the court. It's the behind the scenes, it's production, directing, all that shit that people don't see that's not up to par yet that needs work. So you think they should, the age limit should not be down? They should keep no, the age limit back shouldn't up. Op- they shouldn't open it up to everybody just yet. You know what I mean? Get the league running smoothly with the NBA players only type of thing or, you know, overseas ballers only first allow those guys because now it's like who's gonna want to come now it's a free-for-all you know what I mean like you you were trying to get like retired players legends not just guys that didn't make rosters or you know nobodies you were trying to they was trying to talk Kobe into playing in it a little bit you know what I'm saying you're gonna lose all those guys now that you opening your booty holes to everybody they come on one no now it's not a, now it's not a, a NBA thing anymore you know? That makes total sense. I've, so you feel like Ice Cube and them has thinking that they've done enough where it's big enough to where they can uh, take that next step and add whoever they want to come. Correct. And, and not lose the NBA sides that they already built. Yeah. I just think they're going to discourage more NBA retired players from playing because it's just like, now you drop the 22. A lot of these guys that want to play aren't in shape like that no more. Like, they can't keep up with these athletic 22-year-olds. You know what I mean? And so, go ahead. But it, 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 in, another, in another perspective from it, though, is you can look at it like, say, Joe Johnson and those guys who want who wants a chance to still go play in the NBA, if there's some young guys that are competing against, some young athletic competition that are competing against a defender and stand in front of it might give them a better chance of making it look like they can still play in the NBA. I doubt it. I think that the NBA, if they want you, they want you. That's it. Period. It's not going to be because they saw you in the big three. Like, I think the reason Joe got that look, it was because it was like a 
damn, let's take a good look. But why sign to the Pistons? They're going nowhere. Joe Johnson, you supposed to be chasing a ring or something on a team being great. You went on a team that was going nowhere. That's why they got rid of you. They don't want to pay you because they're not doing nothing. You know what I'm saying? They're not going anywhere. He should have been picked up by a team that was trying to, like, give him some a, a better send-off in a way out of the league. Like Portland did Carmelo. Yeah, like, like, come on, like, that's why I was like, why are you signing with Detroit? <laughs> what? They don't even need you. They're not going. They're not doing anything. But hey, that's just me. I mean, it might be a great thing. It might turn out to be amazing. I might have to be like, you know what? I like it now. But right now, just just hearing it, I don't like it. I don't like. It. I think they have lots of other work to do to get the league performing properly and better and also getting some of those greats those guys in that they've been trying to tug at to get in there like the Gilbert Arenas is and you know those kind of players and you you already see Gilbert you know he can't move like that now he see y'all get a whole bunch of 22 year olds out here he might be like peace I'm out I want to see the by the hibachi never got heated up last year for real he didn't take it serious <laughs> and now this I feel like this <laughs> that's what I'm saying those guys now now that they know it's even got younger. Or they might, they might not play. I think they want that check. I just hard me to say that. Gilbert Arenas don't need no $10,000. That's Gilbert. That's one person. It's somebody uh, needs are, You need those guys to on the rosters for people to watch. Ain't nobody coming to watch a bunch of things they never heard. It's just not going to happen. Yeah. It's just we'll not going to happen. We'll see if a lot of those guys even get a chance to make it. That could just be a money grab. That's what get, I'm, I'm hoping. If they like, if, if, thanks, if they can get if they can get twenty thousand dollars, twenty thousand people to come pay five hundred dollars, and you do the math, you know, then, or ten thousand times five hundred, how much it costs? It could be something like that. That's what I'm hoping. Yeah. So, anyways, uh, some of the, the the performances I wanted to, I wanted to just touch on real quick. The Dr. Dre tribute to Kobe. It was amazing. It was it was incredible. I was, I, I'm tired of the tributes. I'm over them because I just get emotional and I start running it back all in my head and I start just like, damn, like, fuck, Kobe really gone. Like, he's really gone. And then, um, um, who did it? Jennifer Hudson. Did you see hers? Yeah, yeah. Aiden was, had so many questions, first of all. He was like, why does she keep saying the same words over and over? And I was like, Aiden, that's how the that's how the church music is. They say, you know, and he and he was just like, cause he didn't get it. He's like, she keeps saying the same words, and I'm like, it's church music. What does that have to do? Why? She, why do you still say the same words? I'm like, that's just how it is, Aiden. But the way she sings, oh my god, like, oh that voice, that voice is incredible, man. And then we roll out of that into Shaka Khan, dog. Why she do us like that? <laughs> Yo. Boy, kids are the worst. Aiden was like, ugh. Is that how the song goes? <laughs> I'm sorry. That shit is so funny. 
I'm with somebody tweaking the song. First of all, you know I don't stand for fuck the whole national anthem, the Pledge of Allegiance, all of that. But I enjoy good music. You know what I'm saying? And I enjoy a tweet if it's a good one. This was awful. This reminded me of Fergie. Do you remember know what Fergie did the fucking national anthem? God, she just she destroyed that shit. Bro. Chaka Khan is a legend, an icon. Like she is I feel for you. Like I jam her shit to this day. Okay. She should never sing that shit ever again, dog. Dub. Dub Chaka Khan. I don't care that you're from Chicago. Yeah. And I was thinking she was the one on, on the mass singer. <laughs> she can sing though. She can fucking sing. Sorry. She can sing, but that shit was I know you awful. gonna say something about this. That shit was wrong. That shit wrong. was fucking awful. Do you know what else I thought was awful but funny as a motherfucker too? They asked Giannis why he didn't draft James Harden. Do you know what he said? Oh my God, that was I didn't, super I didn't draft man. him because I wanted someone who passed the ball. Say, man. No. Did, and then did you see the press conference oh, after God. the game? Yes, he shit on him again. You think it's something personal? Like, the Harden got to get them niggas 80. Because I think when he came out and said, oh, the, the strategy on offense was, Whoever Harden was, Harden was guarding, go at him. That, hey, I'm talking about he was shooting shots. Like, that was kind of, we have not seen a player take shots at another player. Then they both playing, they both starred. The two, the two most recent MVPs. Come on, man. Hey, he's talking that shit. I like it. I'm just salty that that they ain't gonna meet in the playoffs. That's when it would have been fun. You yeah, know? No. You, you never know what. Nigga, I'll throw this phone <laughs> this computer. Talk about the Rockets going to the fucking championship. No. If that happens, my nigga, the league will be forever changed. Forever. Boy, that shit happened. I'm mad at LeBron. I'm mad at LeBron. I'm I'm like, I'm about to quit my fans. I'm, 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 I'm going to be mad at the Clippers, too. Shit. They get by them. Yeah. Um, the worst part about the entire All-Star weekend was, first of all, that it was in Chicago and the temperature. But that ain't the worst part. The worst was that you hear, first of all, weed is legal recreationally in Chicago now. Did you hear that none of the clubs allowed any smoking in the club of weed. Oh, you serious? All the players all over social media pissed. Like, I'm not coming back to Chicago. Fuck these clubs. These niggas is not letting us smoke. And Dave's like, I'm talking about like strictly enforced. Why? Strictly. I don't know. But we illegal though. And it's the All-Star weekend. You know the whole league smoking. And if, even if the players that ain't smoking, all the people that are retired that are coming are smoking. They're smoking. I, I, I what? Oh, I would be mad. I'd have got kicked out of the club. I know I'd have got kicked out. Yeah, so what I heard ended up happening is a lot of the, the pre-organized club functions was a dub. People started having private parties, just like, fuck it, private party. Pull up here, pull up here. You had to be on a list. Like, you had to know 
be in the know, be in the loop to even so get invited. That's why everybody, I, I, had, I had like three, four people say something about that. Now, having to be, know somebody to get in the parties or something on the. Yeah. Yeah, that's where you could get your weed off because they was not they were not letting it happen in the clubs. So I think that Chicago, y'all y'all can kick kick y'all can kick rocks for that. That was some dumb shit. Whoever whoever agreed to that, that was rude. That was rude. Um, Twenty third years before we see Chicago again. <laughs> right. Uh, let's get into some news before we get out of here. Are you done with All Star Deer? Is there anything else you want to talk no, about? No, I'm done with All Star. All right, so so we we um some other things in the news. Chris Bosh did not make the first ballot Hall of Fame. Uh, he he wrote a little speech on Twitter. I don't care to read it. Did you think that his snub? First of all, the, the there was, I think there was four coaches, but also four players. Uh, Kobe, obviously, rest in peace. Uh, Kevin Garnett, Tim Duncan, Tamika Ketchins, well deserved. Tamika Ketchins was underrated, fucking Hooper. Um, and Al, three coaches. Was- Did you think that that Bosch was snubbed? Did you think he should have been a first ballot Hall of Famer? I think he's done enough. I feel well, like I think- the, the basketball Hall of Fame is, is not as strenuous as the NFL Hall of Fame. I feel like based on the other people, Yao Ming making it, Bill Walton, you know, other people making it, I feel like he should have made it based on what he's done for the league. Yes, I feel like he should have made it. You don't think so? No, I do. I truly do. And I think about I never even watched the Raptors play until, like, I I didn't even watch when Vince Young was playing there. I just didn't. Not Vince, uh, Vince Carter. Vince Carter. Vince Young. Yeah, I didn't even watch too much when he was there because it was kind of low-key sorry. But when Bosch went there, I actually watched, and they still wasn't great, but I actually watched him. He put the team on the map for real. Not to discredit uh, – Vince Carter. Vince Carter. Not not to discredit him, but Bosch put Toronto on the map, 11 All-Stars. Then he went to Miami – and got two championships. He might have done even better had he not gotten those blood clots and had to end his career. You never know what could have happened in his career. He might have fucked around and went to, to back to Cleveland with LeBron or to the Lakers now, like anything. You know what I'm saying? Like he could have done so much more with his career. And I feel like it would have, he probably would have put himself in a position to win another championship because even though he was not, he, he was able to be a, a, a one, like a, a star, he's way better as a second and third option and would have been a great asset to any of these teams around the league had he not gotten those blood clots. And I feel like maybe he got snubbed because his career ended short. And that's, that's not what fair. I, was, I was thinking that, and I was like, Yo, that's, that's still not fair. Yeah, right. that's okay. Yeah, I mean, shouldn't have made it at all. Mm-hmm. I can see Bill Walton because he won an MVP. He won a championship in college. He won a championship in the NBA. It makes sense. Okay, I got you, Bill Walton. But, you know, I feel like I think Chris Bosh was an all-star 10 seasons. Was it 10, 11 seasons? 11 out of his 13. Yeah, at it, nah, he had a whole bunch of more seasons left. He wasn't even close to being done. Right. Nah, yeah. I feel like it, just 11 all-star appearances alone, to me, is enough to warrant consideration. 17,000 points, that's enough to warrant consideration. So, yeah, I feel like almost he averaged 20 points a game for his whole career, and that came with playing with Dwayne Wade and LeBron James. Like, it's tough. 
and coming in as a 19-year-old. Mm-hmm. A big as a 19-year-old. So now nah, he done something to me. Yeah. He's from Dallas, so you know I got to represent. Oh, God, here we go. I yeah. knew that was coming. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> Other controversial news, uh, Charles Barkley doing what he does best, you know, not appear black. Um, hold on one second. Let me pause this real quick. Sorry about that. I had to do a quick food uh, review. But Barkley, what I was saying was Charles Barkley um, was asked, this, let me read the question because I want to be clear. He was asked, was it, it wasn't just him. Let's be clear. It wasn't just him. It was the whole TNT cast. All of them was asked, was it appropriate to bring up the allegations against Kobe from 2003? And Barkley said, you have to tell the, the picture in totality. We're not trying to paint Kobe as a hero. We understand what happened in Colorado. He had a flaw that we all know about. Before he said all that, he tried to say Kobe Bryant's, Kobe Bryant's one of the best basketball players ever. My nigga, the question was, what was the question again? Do we have to mention that shit? In an interview as a reporter. They mentioned it, Kobe, now. Do you have to? No. You don't. Ever. Like, you don't. He's not found guilty of anything. It don't matter. It's just just like you don't have to mention nothing with his mom and daddy or certain things. No, you don't have to mention none of that stuff because that's some things about him that we're not privileged to know about. Yeah, but that's not what he said. He said, we understand what happened in Chicago. How you understand? You was there? You I mean, was there? Colorado. Anyway. And he said, we're not trying to paint Kobe as a hero. You, you're not. I think he is. I think what people don't understand is that Kobe has done a lot of things behind the scenes he never even talks about. You would have to talk to people that know Kobe to know all the philanthropy, all the like selfless acts that he's done in his entire career to have nothing to do with being on a basketball court. That's hero shit to me. That's icon. That's legend. And to see, this was my issue. Charles Barkley always got a donut in his mouth. You know what I'm saying? A donut, a foot, whatever. My issue is these other niggas just sat there and let him cook the homie. And didn't even defend him. Didn't even say, okay, you're going too far. Nobody even said he wasn't guilty. What if we all were judged by things people accused us of? I was accused of beating up four cops. What, should that be something that somebody keeps bringing up? The cops wouldn't even testify. Same way this girl wouldn't even testify. Like, it's off my record. Why would, I, why would anybody want to bring that up? In my talking about me and my death, it doesn't make sense. And you can't defend it, prove it, disapprove it. I mean, you know, like, no, it's just, it's just no point. It's no, it's no room for it. To me, it's no room for it. Why didn't Shaq speak up? I told you, I, like I said, man, I feel like Shaq love him. As a like like a teammate or whatever their relationship is, but I still, I mean, it's, I mean, it could be for one down TNT down the set, so they are probably entitled to have their opinion. And I feel like I still feel like he may 
have a little, may have a little different feelings toward them in real life behind closed doors. Well, then don't cry on TV, okay? Don't don't get all emotional when he died. Don't act like, there's my brother, man. We was family. We was blood. Don't do all that then because you have an opportunity. We all have an opportunity, a moral obligation to do what's right. And when you see somebody who doesn't deserve this, <clears throat> dog like that, I just feel like you should say something. But then again, they can share that, they can share that viewpoint and feel like, People have a right to discuss that and talk about that because they immediately that could be their mindset as well. Then I just don't share that mindset, and you don't you can as well. Say that somebody can talk about it, but you can sit there and say he wasn't a hero. You can sit there and say we know what happened. You can sit there and say, what else did this nigga say? He has a flaw that we all know about. What flaw? You trying to call him a rapist? You yeah. is that what you're saying? He used the wrong word. He probably don't even know what the definition of hero is. If you ask most people what's the definition of hero, they probably can't even tell you. What flaw does Kobe have that we all know? What's the flaw? Raping women? Taking pussy? Yeah, that's, that's what I said. I don't know. He, he looks like he don't know the definition of the word flaw as well. People so. that take pussy don't do it one time. They don't. They nah. don't take pussy one time if they have a problem with it. So for you to sit there and say that that's a Kobe flaw, you you're a piece of shit. You are a whole piece of shit. And I saw, and this is another thing that make me mad. Not make me mad, but just I'm just sad at the platform. Steven Jackson was visibly bothered by this comment. He made multiple posts on his Instagram, and it appeared, it sounded like he wanted to say some shit to basically be like, nigga, what if somebody said this about you, like some shit from from yeah, Barbie, but he didn't say it. And I think he's trying to be like some G shit, like not snitching. That's a perfect opportunity to snitch, in my opinion. When you see a nigga doing some fuck nigga shit like that, me personally, like that, like when I seen Stephen A. Smith doing shit, I always shoot at his ass with the shit I know about. That nigga's married, he had a wife, he beat her ass and covered it up. Nigga, I'm gonna keep on saying it, and I hope that shit come out one day too, because I believe it's very true. But that's a perfect opportunity to, to check niggas. Like you not you not perfect, my nigga. You I'm pretty sure Barclays had some shit that slid under the rug that we all don't know about, but other people know about. Fuck shit that came out in public, not slides under the rug. He had public accusations and public crimes and things that he's done. So But he don't consider them bad because they weren't rape. It don't matter what it was. He had poor, poor word usage. His thought process. He didn't think. He doesn't think before he speaks a lot of time. And a lot of things that he said in that in, in that instance were were wrong, incorrect. It, regardless of it, it being his opinion, they were incorrect. And nobody me. said anything. And that's yeah, what nobody. bothered me. That nobody said anything. Sometimes it's good to not say something. And little Boosie. Your homie, little Boosie, might have might have wanted to not say anything. So, you saw the video, right? You saw the video. Yes. Little Boosie is upset and alleging that because Dwayne Wade has come out and said that his daughter. First of all, Dwayne Wade has said he taught his kids about gay and straight. That's it. That's the only thing he ever really informed them on. That's all he knew, and his. Now daughter had to educate them on the different types of 
trans and she's trans girl, female trans, meaning she wants to be a female, but she wants to date men. So Boosie you said she or you said she or he? She. Who? He or she? Daughter. His daughter is a she. She's a she now. She wants to be called Zaya. Oh, it's a man that wants to be called a boy that wants to be called a girl. Twelve year old, yes. Yeah, well say that. Don't say she. No, it's a boy that wants to be called a girl. Yes. Okay. She feels go. like she was born in the wrong body. He feel like he was born in the wrong body. Okay, yeah, fuck off. <laughs> so Boosie says that at 12 years old, you can't make that type of decision. You shouldn't even be thinking about that type of decision and that he might meet a 16-year-old girl or a high school girl or whatever that might make him fall in love. Don't cut his dick off. That's all he kept saying is don't cut his dick off. Did Dwayne Wade ever say he was cutting his the son's dick off? I gotta find an article. He said something that he thought about uh, removing this part from because he said he wanted to be a girl. I want to see that because I ain't seen I'm, it. I'm looking for it. I want to make sure I, I, I see yeah, this. I need to see that because I never heard him say anything about removing the dick. But where Boosie is also hypocritical is he is on record saying that he's trying to get his 14-year-old son some pussy. So How's that hypocritical? You said at that age they're not able to make those type of decisions. About pussy? About sex. Getting pussy and picking a gender is two different things. No the, son, no, the child wants a penis. The child wants to have sex with a male. That's a decision. Having, a, having sex, period, is a decision. Whether it's with a male or a female is a decision. And he said that you're not of age to be making sexual decisions. You're not ready. So what, at 14? At 14? No, that, that, that's at 14, not what I heard. What did you hear? He, he was saying like sexual decisions, saying his, his son or, or whatever y'all want to, son or daughter, however you want to identify her. He wasn't saying that she couldn't have sex, so he couldn't have sex. Or he wasn't saying the person couldn't have sex. He was just saying the person don't know what they want, what what they want to be like. As far as saying like this person being, hold on, let me finish. He was saying the person. He was saying the person can say they gay now, and then all of a sudden, in 15, 16, say they not gay no more. Be like old dudes said they were delivered. Yeah, so why can't his son be, why would he just assume his son wants pussy at 14? You don't no, know that? No, I'm saying no. He said cut his dick off. That's what the point he talked about. You did not hear Dwayne Wade say anything no, about No, but I'm saying that, but we're basing it, that's what we're basing Boosie's I'm basing it on, on. I'm basing it on Boosie being a fucking well, idiot. Well, let's look it up now, man. Let's look it up He's right being now. a fucking idiot because you I have not heard, you have not heard Dwayne Wade. I didn't say that he was an idiot. I'm saying you didn't hear him say anything about cutting a dick off. And also, if your son, if you're going to buy your son some pussy at 14, what if Dwayne Wade wants to buy his daughter some dick at 14? What's the difference? Once uh, a, a boy, once a, a girl. No, it's still buying sex. It's still under. Uh, we're not questioning what it is. It's two it's different still, things, though. No, it's, it's not. It's, it's sex. a male and it's a female. It's They're, sex. 
It's no, it's not just sex. It's a male it's having sex, and it's a female having sex. You it's can try sick. to, you can try to parlay it in the way that you want to, like the media do. But no, it's not the same. We don't. Nobody raises their son and daughters the same way. Period. I didn't have nothing about raising nobody. That's the same thing. I'm talking so, about so sex. we don't compare. So we don't compare son and daughter in those ways. But we don't raise them. You the same. don't. You don't. All I'm saying is, it would be the same thing. Let's say, let's. Would you? Would you feel the same way if Dwayne Wade had a daughter and he said, um, at 14, I'm gonna buy my daughter. I'm gonna get my daughter some dick. No, I wouldn't feel the same way. But we're right. not comparing. We're not comparing the same thing. No, I'm saying comparing it to Boosie saying his son getting. No, that's what I'm boy. saying. You can't pick how you want to break a conversation down. That's unfair. No, we're comparing a man, ha a boy having sex, and a girl having sex. It's and just sex. Why? Because it's because it's not. A no, because it's a boy. We're 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 talking about a boy having sex. We're talking about a girl having sex. I don't agree with. I'm not, so so. Just before I say this, I'm not saying I agree with what's right or what's wrong. Because I don't look at everything in a right or wrong perspective. But I'm saying to you in this perspective, we don't raise our kids the same. We don't, the, meta the mentality that we sweet. teach our people, human beings, don't raise their sons the same way they raise their daughters. Mm -hmm. We don't teach them the same thing is what I'm saying to you, even when it comes to sex. So regardless of what I'm saying, like even with males, when I was raised, my sisters, my nieces, they were taught protect your pussy. Don't do this. Don't do this. You need to wait. With us as boys, we were taught to get some pussy. Exactly. Don't be, that's don't the problem. Be you don't think don't, that's the problem? Yeah, I'm not, see, that's, I, before I preface my comment, I said to you that I, I'm not saying it's right or wrong. I'm just telling you how we was raised. It's actually how, wrong. You can't say I'm okay. not saying it's right or wrong. It's actually wrong. You can't tell a 15, 14 and 15 year old boy to go get some pussy because all you're doing is sending him to the 14 and 15 year old little girls that you're saying, protect your pussy. That's stupid. It's very stupid. It's an, I, I'm not questioning any of that. I'm just, I'm just still stating what's the facts. So your fact is, Boosie is an idiot, a fucking idiot. I mean, idiot. that means, and Boosie is a, a, a hundred million idiots. Yes. Ain't a nobody lot of people are idiots. I can't, what I'm saying to you, I'm not questioning whether it's right or wrong, but I can't name 10 men that's telling their son, hey man, the first chick you be with, you need to marry her. Or, hey, you need to wait till you get married to have sex. Her? Or, no, no, I'm saying, who's or, talking I'm about getting married? It's, no, I'm stating, I'm stating the fact that we don't raise boys and girls. That's a bigger issue. So, so I'm not saying he's stupid or he's wrong. No, that's just how, how they raise boys and how they raise girls. Most people raise boys. No, most just be facts. I'm not, I don't give a fuck what's wrong. I'm just stating the fact. We're not telling no boy. Hey, no, no man telling them, you need to wait till you get married to me, has said. Ain't no man... Who says a girl needs to wait till she married to have sex? That's how that's how men present it to the women and girls. I'm not saying this, but that's just how they did it. Or no. I mean, so they don't. They want. You're trying to go. You're trying to go to a far extreme to prove your point, and that's not exit. That's not it. I think the problem is that men are have a the, the men that have an issue with what Dwayne Wade is doing. They have an issue with it because they have an issue with homosexuality. 
And that's how you feel. You're entitled to feel that way. I don't have a problem with homosexuality. Why would you, as Lil Boosie, why would you care what Dwayne Wade and his first son, now daughter, what happened to his dick? Why? See, it's not that why. It's not the fact that somebody don't care. See, it's bigger than caring. It's the fact that this is a black man with just like you saying, it's like saying, why do why would we care about um Charles Charles Barkley saying we should be able to talk about Kobe Bryant rape case? Charles Barkley is an adult. Okay, he is an adult. No, saying, no, listen, no, we're not talking about adults and kids. You said why should we why should we care about how Charles Barkley feels about about us talking about about Kobe Bryant. It's the same thing. Why should we care about Dwayne Wade? What Dwayne Wade wants to do with his that kid is and his absolutely family? not the yes, same thing at all. What are you talking about? You're talking about a child. A, a, a no, we're talking about Dwayne Wade. You could, you, you're sick. No, you're sick. You're trying to fix. I don't, I don't care about right or wrong. I'm telling you uh, now. Every you can't time compare like, Charles Barkley, a loudmouth piece of shit, talking about Kobe to Dwayne Wade. Publicly talking about his his daughter, who used you, to be. No, a we're, we're talking about thing. why Boosie cares. You said right. why Boosie? Why okay, does Boosie care? Because 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 Dwayne Wade is a fucking celebrity. Everything. So he, is, so oh what God. he's it's, talking see, about? Okay, son, so, and, so for, according to you guys, because Boosie has a problem because it's an issue. Dwayne Wade should have said to his son, "No." You're a man. You're a boy. You're going to, as long as you're under my roof, you're going to be a man? Is that what you think? No. You're, again, there you go, being a woman. I'm asking you a question. No, I'm, that's not. No. So, I'm, so, so, let me finish. So, th- so you're saying he should not have done that. You don't, you don't think that Dwayne Wade, you, 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 you're fine with Dwayne Wade allowing his 12-year-old son to become a woman. You're fine with that. No, I don't agree with that. And there, there, there it is right there. No, but the me, agree, me agreeing with it has no, I, me agreeing with it or not has no, it, I don't, me agreeing with it not doesn't matter. That's not the premise of the conversation. That don't matter. It's not about whether I agree with it or not. Because me agreeing with it not has no bearing on what, what Charles Barkley said and what Boosie said. That has no, we're split. Yeah, so I'm what I'm te- no, I'm strictly saying that you said why should Boosie care? It, why should anybody care what anybody does? No, and that's that's with what we said. Children, no, with I'm saying their no, I'm saying children. Any, okay, however you want to word, children, no children. But why should anyone care what anyone does? Period. The because only, no sense. If Dwayne no. Wade, if Dwayne Wade was talking about something about himself as an adult, and Boosie was like, "Oh, I, gotta, I don't like that." It, but Dwayne Wade is talking about raising his children in the way that he feels is right. I'm pretty sure, this is just my opinion. I, and I think about black men. I have a black husband, kind of. And I think about black men and how they like say things like the stuff that Kevin Hart said, I'll beat the gay out of you, you know, all that kind of stuff. It seems like not just black men either. I'm not going to just say it's a black thing. Men in general have an issue if their son is gay. We know that, right? That's a that's a big thing. The majority of men would have a problem with their son being gay, straight men, okay? I'm thinking in my mind, whenever Dwayne Wade even saw moments where he was like, damn, because I told Brent years ago when I was watching them 
on the little YouTube channels, all stuff, I used to say to him, yo, I think one of Dwayne Wade's sons is gay. And he was like, why you say that? I said, it's just something about his mannerism. This was probably when this kid was probably like six or seven years old. I said this. And Brent was like, how could you just see that? And I said, I, I can see that he's gay. He's feminine. Like, it's something about him, you know? And, and I just never, you know, said anything else about it. But now seeing this, I can imagine Dwayne Wade being upset that his son was gay. Because a lot of men are like, they feel like, oh, if my son is gay, then I did something wrong or I raised him wrong or something like that. And I think that it's brave. I think that it's honorable to, as a man, as a man, Dwayne Wade comes off very a manly man to, to accept your son want to be a woman and to go public as big as a celebrity as he is and as controversial as it is to go forward and stand with your child as opposed to like hiding them ducking them off not putting them in the public eye keeping it in the secret you know being okay with it but not putting it out there I thought I think he should be applauded whether you agree with homosexuality or transgender any of those LGBTQ pluses I just feel like we, at some point, we have to come to the understanding that niggas is gay. People are gay out here, you know what I'm saying? Born that way, decided to be that way, changed because of diet or surroundings. However it took place, it's here. They're here. They're queer. Get used to it. You remember that shit? I just think that we would be better off not touching anything that has to do with anybody's children, period. That's just me as a mother. That's where I stand on it. I now understand that. And that makes perfect sense. All that makes perfect sense. And I feel like that would all be cool. If you don't want nobody talking about it, keep it private. Well, no, I think that you want people to talk about it. I think no, that that's it, what probably I'm saying. Gave, it probably gave a lot of black men who probably beat their kid for being gay, and you see Dwayne Wade proudly saying, you know what, shit, this could be anybody's kid, and I want you to know that it's okay to allow your kid, if your kid comes to you and says, I feel like I was born in the wrong body, I don't know what it feels like to be born. Sometimes I used to think to myself, like, damn, I, I feel like I was supposed to be a man because I have such an alpha female mentality. I'm very, you know, just dominant, you know? And that's just, I, I started to realize I'm not, I wasn't supposed to be a nigga. I'm just a girl. I'm just an aggressive female that has a lot to say and that don't take no shit. And that's uh, men were allowed to speak and have balls and to, and, and to disagree with people boldly and to be, and, and that's seen as like, oh yeah, he's, he's aggressive, he's strong when a woman does it, or she's mouthy, or she needs to stay in her place. I just think a lot of stereotypes are changing now and we just gotta get with it. I mean, I mean, it's, it's, it's up to you how you wanna live in this world. I mean, that is true. It is up to you. Like I, I said, you feel, go ahead. I'm sorry. I cut you off. I mean, it's up to you how you want to live in this world. I, like I said, I don't, it's not a right or wrong to me. It's and like, it's just living it. And it's just rather if I agree with it, it's not, it's not something that I would agree with it. You know, uh, in my perspective, I, I'm cool. I don't disrespect or talk down or, or nothing, nothing of that nature. But I just, that's just something I, I, I don't know. It's just difficult for me. 
when I heard Boosie say that about getting his son some pussy at 14, me personally, I was like, what a fucking idiot. Like, that, like, why do you need to get your son some pussy? But it's not my business. You know what I mean? I, I don't think that it's going to affect my life whatsoever. My job, I got one shot at this parenting thing. I got one. Boosie got hella. You know what I'm saying? I got one shot at this, and I'm going to do it to the best of my abilities, and I'm not really going to give a fuck what anybody else has to say at the end of the day. I might take advice from people. I might even ask for advice. Might not take it. But I just feel like there's certain things as parents we have to just shut up. And then, and then did you find the article? Because I ain't seen nothing where Dwayne Wade said anything about cutting a 12-year-old dick off. I haven't seen it. And I feel like Boosie just came out of nowhere with this. I don't know. Am I tripping? Did you find uh, it? I'm, I'm looking. I'm reading the first article now. I don't, I don't think know. he said. And even if he did ha, ha, allow this child to do this surgery or whatever, that's whatever happens, if the kid is 16 and says, damn, I want my dick back, what's going to change in Boosie's life? Huh? What? Again, that's what I'm saying. Like, we can say that about, that's why I told you, I prefaced it. We can say that about anything and anything. The person you can, but you shouldn't say it about children. That's the thing. Kids should be off limits, in my opinion. Like, that's just how I feel. Again, like, he wasn't, again he, talked, he wasn't talking about the kid in a negative light. He didn't say anything negative about the kid at all. It was his strictly, again, we can say, if his comments, if, if we can say, his comments with Miss Guy. You did say something negative. He said that that's a boy, and that child doesn't feel like a boy. Oh that's negative. God, that's not saying nothing negative. He that's negative. You're call, you, he doesn't feel like a boy. Right, you have well, to understand that's 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 how they feel. That's something he don't agree with, but he ain't lied. Boots ain't lied. He came out to your boy. What like, what words are lie? See, that's what I'm saying. Now he, like, stop. No, he ain't saying nothing wrong. That dude, the motherfucker's a boy. He came out, he ain't saying no, he ain't saying nothing negative. Gay shit get too sensitive. That's why I want. He didn't say nothing negative about the motherfucker boy. Just based on what he said, if Dwayne if Wade talked about cutting this motherfucker shit out when he was a kid, he felt like that was wrong. Now, he was wrong if Dwayne Wade didn't say nothing to that shit or didn't say nothing of that magnitude. He was wrong for mentioning that shit and starting that rumor or that, or that bug. But us basically strictly talking, he said nothing negative about the child. He just he said was, he that was wrong. You know when he was wrong? He was wrong as soon as he did this and started talking. Man, oh, that was a job. Oh. No, nigga, the way it was wrong as soon as they put their business, business out there, their kid said that they wanted to be this and talk about it. Once you put your shit out there to the public, it's out there yeah. to the public. They yeah, can talk about it. You can have an opinion. Yeah, you can have an opinion. I'm just. And that's I'm, it. And that's a, I'm just speaking on the way he, his opinion, it was just, it was negative. It was completely negative. It was hateful. It was very homophobic. And it, it was wrong, okay? It was wrong. I don't care how you want to slice it up. It was wrong. Well, man, I, I just, I don't know, man. I said no issue. I don't know. I have no issue with what he said. I feel like he didn't attack the kid. He didn't say there was something wrong with the kid being gay. He just said don't he was strictly speaking on it, cutting this shit out, saying the kid ain't old enough to make that decision. He might decide he wants some pussy when he get older. 
Don't cut his dick out. That's all he was saying. I nobody, nobody has shown me anything. I did a little research myself. I have seen nothing of Dwayne Wade saying twelve year old dick was getting cut off. Nothing. Yeah, that's what I'm trying to say. So he's so why you pick up your phone if you haven't seen this? We why? don't know what he's saying. I don't know. We just discussing it and talking about it. And I'm not gonna take Boosie for something and he can say he wrong. You just defending Boosie. Where Boosie from, Hustle? Where Boosie from? Uh, Baton Rouge. Baton Rouge. Yeah, yeah. He got nice. And Southern got March spring break. Little baby, the baby is going down. Oh my God. No, I'm just keeping it real, man. I don't care about a person being gay or not. I thought if he said that, shit. I think we should just be proud. I think that we should be proud because we've seen so many times parents beating their children. We've seen children getting beat by siblings, by friends, by by enemies at school, bullies and everything for their sexual preferences. And to see a man in his situation proudly accepting his son's choices and I know that a lot of people are just like, oh, the gay shit is just pushed on the black community. And I agree with that. I do believe that there's a gay agenda in a lot of things with the black culture. I do believe, I do feel that. But my thing is at the end of the day, this nigga, <laughs> get off the phone. No, I somebody. Like, I feel like at the end of the day, we have to just, allow people to be themselves because if we don't what we gonna do just hate each other and, and and you know what as women we have the power you know i think women have an opportunity to just say you know what fuck men fuck y'all just don't even make no more men no more when you get pregnant women if it's a boy let's just kill him like they do in china and just repopulate with number females because y'all getting on my nerves I'm just telling you, man. I love, I love my women, man. I love we just my need y'all for sperm. We just need to like hold all y'all hostage and beat y'all dick and make y'all come and get a whole bunch of nut and freeze it and, and just have endless amounts of nut. Kill all y'all off and only use y'all nut to reproduce female offspring. And then it'll be number fifty. Even if y'all have more, y'all make all of them, all the men that. Shit. No, we don't need to make them gay. We just don't really need as many men as we have. Y'all not useful. <laughs> Y'all just showing our lives anyway. <laughs> but you want to get mad at Boosie coming in. Yeah. I'm just talking shit. I know. Let's get out of here, man. We've been on long enough. God damn it. Bro, we never, you don't never, it's your fault when it comes to this time shit. Not you try to push a nigga button, say some bullshit. I yeah. like pushing your buttons. Especially when it comes to gay stuff. I already know you low-key homophobic on the lowest of keys. You know, I would wonder how you would feel if you had a son and he was gay, if you had a child. You would lose your fucking mind. You would blame yourself, wouldn't you? You'd be like, what did I do wrong? I would be in the state. I'd probably start doing crap. That's crazy. Love, Love your children. Love your children no matter what they decide to put in their booty hole, okay? Oh my God, I feel like it came from something. 
I'm not listening. That's why we got to have another conversation. See what I'm saying? Like, don't start. You know what? I wasn't even going to talk about that on this episode. You the one that sent me the Boosie video. And that's how I knew you wanted to talk. I said, oh, God, this nigga want to talk about this Boosie shit. Well, I know we don't agree. <laughs> we don't fucking argue about it. <laughs> you got mad, too. <laughs> yeah, when you said that, you could tell I was salty. I was like, damn. <laughs> Nigga, what time are you trying to record? Because I already knew what the vibe was. <laughs> yeah. When you coming home, yo? Um, I'm here um all week. I gotta go to St. Louis to see my sister for her 50th birthday. Hello. Ask her, can I come? I will ask her. Um, so I'm leaving here from Colorado, going straight to St. Louis to see my sister and I might stop somewhere else before I head back to Florida. I don't want to say where just yet, but, um, yes. Will I get to nowhere? Yeah, I'll tell you off the air, <laughs> but, um, I wanted to say something, you know, I'm feeling much better about it. I lost a really good friend of mine yesterday, Jenny. Um, she lost her battle with cancer. Uh, I met Jenny in 2013 when I moved to uh, South Florida. She uh, was a real estate agent. And Kim, her best friend, was my realtor. So um, Jenny and I got really close. We became really good friends. Um, she used to come over every Saturday with all the football wives. I used to have the wives over um, sampling my food. Like I used to just have them over and just cooking up all types of shit, just getting their opinion. Because back then, even I was wanting to write a cookbook, but it was not vegan of course, but Jenny used to come over and eat all my food. She she said everything was always amazing. And then the groups would end up splitting up, like the drinkers would be inside and the smokers would be outside. And she would always come outside and be like, you guys got to stop smoking this marijuana. It's not good for you. And blah, blah. She used to just give us these little moms. <laughs> I eventually got her to smoke some weed one day. <laughs> and then when she found out, she first of all, she lost her sister to cancer two years um, before she was diagnosed. And so that was tough for her family, tough for her. And then when she was diagnosed, I was just like, oh my God, it was really sad. And, and, you know, and I feel like I did the best that I could to be a friend to her, to give her advice. I donated money to help her get all the medical attention she needed. I talked to her about going vegan and she eventually, her doctor prescribed CBD and marijuana for her. She was, you know, she came to me and she was like, Miko, there's a lot of stuff you was telling me about marijuana. You were right. I did a lot of research. It was a really good drug. Like, you know, and she fought and she, she was, she beat it. She lost, she had no cancer in 2017. We had a big ass party, Havana Nights party for her. It was so fun. You know, she just looked amazing and everything. And then it just came back and it, you know, and, and it, it just was too aggressive. And oh, she yes. fought, yeah, she fought for a very long time. She fought hard. Her parents did everything they could do. I know from speaking to some of the friends that her parents are, you know, feeling a little guilty, like they should have done more. They, you guys, if, if they ever hear this, I want them to know. I know that you guys did everything you could. I know everything she tried. I, I talked to her about everything she was going to lengths trying things going to flying to different doctors doing everything and her parents was there every step of the way and i hope that they don't feel any guilt because i i've heard that they they may have some guilt and i hope that they don't feel that way i think that they tried everything and sometimes you just lose that battle and that's just how it is 
and we and we just we lost a she's an amazing spirit her just being in her presence like I never even heard her yell at anybody before I never seen her angry like I've, I've she's seen me we, we go out to bars and we used to get drunk and shit would be happening people doing dumb shit and I'd be ready to slap a bitch and Jenny would be like no 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 Miko no she had the softest little voice and she would always just talking to me she would just calm me down out of like situations where I would get real pissed off about just shit that was going on and, and she was just always a light you know and I'm just sad that that, that light is out now and and I, I'm just going to do my best to con just just try to be a light, try to be like Jenny. Jenny was a light. She was positive. She was happy. Everybody liked her. I don't know anybody that didn't like her. She was just an amazing person. R.I.P. Jenny. R.I.P. to my nigga Jenny, man. I, I, <laughs> we got to value life, period, and value and people in our life, like you said. Yes. That's why I be telling you I'm thankful you my nigga all the time because shit, you let I'm hey, thankful hey, for you, too. Yeah, I you really let am. You know. Real. Like, I ain't no, and yeah. you don't wait till they go and you have to read and talk about them on social media where you can tell them when they hear. Yeah, and, and, and not to, um, I want to say maybe less, a little less than two months ago was the last time I saw her. I wanted to go visit her, but her family didn't want, there was a lot of traffic, a lot. She's in Cleveland um, um, at a hospital and stuff, and a lot of traffic was happening. And, and I guess because I wasn't, a friend long enough, I want to say. I wasn't able to visit and I respected those decisions that was made by her family because she was getting overwhelmed and tired a lot and then they said that she was losing her memory and maybe wouldn't even remember me because we'd only been friends about seven years. And so um, Kim, being the G that she is, a motherfucking G, she went over, she went to uh, visit her for me because Kim was allowed to come and go as she pleased because she's been friends with her longer. And she FaceTimed her for me. And she and Kim was like, hey, she might not remember you. I'm just going to let you know that right now she doesn't remember a lot of people, a lot of things. She confuses Kim sometimes with somebody else. And so when she got on the phone, she remembered me. Like, she... Yeah. Yes, she, she, yes, she brought up just moments that we had, jokes that we had, and I was just, I was like just being a G, trying not to cry, because she wasn't crying, you know, it was just like, that was the last time I saw her, and I was just happy that she remembered me, and that just made me feel like that our friendship was important to her and memorable, that she remembered me even in a time where she was losing memory of a lot of things, so I'm... Um, I'm just happy, and I'm going to try. I, I was so, the first day I got here, I was no good. I couldn't have fun. I couldn't enjoy my vacation. I felt bad because, you know, Brent and Aiden, they, you know, they just, like, they came for vacation. They didn't come for misery, you know, for me to be sad and everything. So I'm just trying to be a light this whole time and just be happy and just be happy that she's out of pain because she was in a lot of pain. It was It was a lot for her and what she was doing. And she, like I said, when you're trying everything, you're putting your body through a lot of stuff. And she tried really hard to to live. And it just it just took her down. So fuck cancer. Fuck you, bitch. Motherfucker. Yes. We gonna get out of here, man. I'm gonna holler at you. I'm gonna holler at you. Thank you for joining me for episode 203 of the I Heart Me Go podcast. I really appreciate you guys. Um, I just want to end the podcast by saying, you know, that sometimes we lose friends uh, for good reason. Sometimes people are pieces of shit and you should end their friendships. 
And sometimes you have people in your life that you um, get rid of or you, or, or for whatever reason and, and you shouldn't have. And I just want to encourage everybody to evaluate every friendship you have and make sure that the people that you truly, truly love that have possibly made mistakes in your life and done wrong, but they're good people to their core, um, that you forgive them because once they're gone, they're gone and you can't take it back. You can't say, you know what, I'm sorry that I wasn't your friend for that long. And, you know, it's just hard when you lose people and you didn't get to say things that you wanted to say to them before they passed. So forgive those that deserve to be forgiven sometimes. It, it, it will matter. It's important. And that's what I'm taking out of my friend passing. There are some people that I have shut out of my life that I really fucking hated because of some things that they did. And I have to learn myself that everybody's not perfect, that people are gonna make mistakes. I'm not perfect, I've made mistakes. I've hurt friends that have gotten rid of me as well. You know, and I just feel like it's an opportunity for me now to just be open to um, some friendships that I severed um, because of the way people treated me. Cause I would feel, I was thinking about it and I was like, you know what, you know, this person, that person, I would feel bad if I never got to say another word to them before they passed away. So just think about it, you know, doesn't mean every single person needs to be in your life. That's not what I'm saying. But then I'm pretty sure we all have some people that we haven't forgiven or some things that we probably should forgive them for. So just be a little more forgiving and be more loving and always be a light.